Hello and welcome to the Form of Fitness podcast, podcast where I, Nathan Shanes, and my co-host Duncan Bryson will be breaking down the world of fitness into bite-sized pieces of information, such as exercise philosophies, routines, and more. We're glad you're along for the journey. We hope you enjoy the show. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Form of Fitness podcast. This is episode 10, and I'm joined by Duncan today, and today we're going to talk about everything to do with barbells. You start. All right, so I decided that we were talking about barbells today at 7 o'clock in the morning when I was working out, and my strength portion was deadlifts, and my um, Metcon portion was eight deadlifts and six hang power cleans and a 200-meter run. (laughs) And I realized, dang, that's a lot of stuff you can do with the barbell. So I figured we could start off with just talking about how barbells are different from using a machine or dumbbells because that's really right. the three main um, machine, I guess, machines Methods. that drive yeah. uh, muscle growth, right? Right. Um, and so, to me, the pro of a barbell over a machine is that machines are very targeted. It's hard to use a machine that's going to target a muscle group or develop a muscle group, it usually develops like a specific muscle. Like you have a lap yeah. pull down machine, you have a bicep machine, you have a tricep machine, you have um, a glutamus machine. I don't know. I don't know. Every, 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 like there's a machine for every single muscle. muscle. There's some that hit, you know, there's some that hit more than one muscle, but it's never, it's never to the extent of like what you're doing with given dumbbells or barbells because there's no freedom to it as much so you don't have to work stabilizers um as much so with that being said barbell i in my personal opinion is like this happy medium between what you can do with dumbbells and what you can do with machines Mm -hmm. machines are going to hardcore isolate your muscles and they're really really good for specifically muscle growth um it's why a lot of people like on a leg day are hitting a lot of machines because you there's only really so much you get to do with that barbell before you tire out all your stabilizers mm-hmm. um especially like your lower back or something like that so uh machines offer something to take the stress off that and then dumbbells you know there's there's a little bit more freedom you can um uh, and I'm you know personally thinking about like like bench press like bench press with a barbell, there's a little less freedom than there is with dumbbell. Like, uh, and it's not it's not that much difference, but it's enough to really isolate the difference. Yeah. And so that's what makes barbells so good is because they're easy to get into and they're not too crazy heavy, and they also hit all your stabilizers mm-hmm. uh, while you're working with them. Yeah, because in my mind, dumbbells are almost machines but you have to stabilize and then bar barbells are this focus of i'm going to develop a muscle group Mm -hmm. um you see that with powerlifting you know they basically measure strength using bench press deadlift and squat and the idea there is that you are targeting three different muscle groups that all are basically what is comprising most of your strength right um and so Doing this allows us to understand that using barbells, 
you can develop a lot of your strength, but also making sure that you are stable. Because yep. I've seen a lot of people who only work with machines, and what ends up happening is they have developed the strength, but they lack the stability to use it. Yep. And it's very apparent if you're working out in hopes of doing basketball um, or s- some of these more athletic sports. And a lot of people work out for sport. Um, and so what will end up happening, and I, I love basketball as this example, because basketball is one of the most injury-prone um, sports, especially for a non-contact. Mid- middle-aged men, uh, men specifically. Yeah. Like my dad tore his ACL playing basketball at the age of 40. A lot of people tear ACLs. They tear, um, I think, Achilles tendons a decent amount. It's just an injury-prone sport because it requires stability, and a lot of people who don't train that right. end up sc- screwing up because you need to be strong, but you also need to be agile, flexible, and you have to be able to stabilize a lot because it's a lot of jumping. Right, and when when we're dealing with like just focusing on doing machines as opposed to incorporating things from you know, the dumbbell and the barbell, uh, what you'll do is your, you know, your tendons and your ligaments tend to not be able to, they they don't grow as fast as your muscles do anyway, but they're going to lack behind even more because they don't have to be, you know, strong under certain situations. And to some extent, the prevention and the extent that you'll have to go to, to prevent injury in an unstable load underneath the barbell or with dumbbells is going to strengthen these things by pushing them to their limits um whereas a machine you're not ever going to receive that necessary stress um as much and so you'll notice it when you're trying to take advantage of the strength you do have especially in you know basketball football all these things that's why these guys are using free weights they're training explosivity and uh, uh just functionality of their own strength yeah, and especially when we're talking about lifting and strength, mm-hmm. especially when we're talking about stabilization too, it's very much a use it or lose it mentality. That's what your body has. Um, if you aren't using a certain muscle group, if you aren't using certain ligaments, your body's not only going to stop developing it, but it's going to stop maintaining it if it requires a lot of energy too. Um, and so we just want to make sure that we are developing and we are um, continuing to pay attention to these things. And I have found that it's very easy for people to just forget about certain things. Yep. And if all you're doing is using machines um, because they do have a place. And to yep. me, their place is to work on underdeveloped muscle groups. Yep. Cause just like when you're lifting, let's say a deadlift and you're using a full muscle group, Certain muscles are going to put in a lot more work than others, and some are just going to hide. It's as simple as that. So using a machine forces the muscles that are trying to hide to not hide, and it allows you to develop those. But if you um, only train with machines and you forget to do a certain thing or you get super tired after almost every workout and you've lag off on that like last set or last rep, then that muscle group is never going to be developed. Mm-hmm. And so that is one of the most hazardous or dangerous parts of only doing machines is if you forgot, if you are unaware, or if you are too tired to do a certain thing, then it's never going to get better. And then you're going to have almost a un 
um, your expectation is not going to really match up with what reality is. Mm -hmm. You're going to think that you're a lot stronger than you are because maybe you can leg press this thing, but you lack the stabilizing forces necessary to actually be able to move anything with your legs. Yeah. And that's uh, definitely true. And the reason why compounds are so important when it comes to lifting is that they tend to and will most likely use your muscles in the proportion that they are supposed to be used. Uh, so like when you're squatting, your quads and your glutes are really going to take over, in the case of back squats, mm -hmm. are really going to take over in getting you up off the floor. Um, and, you know, you've got muscles like your calves, your tibialis, and your hamstrings in your legs that are going to be used to stabilize your form and on top of that, in the case of leg press, you aren't getting the benefits of doing squats in ankle mobility, um, even hip mobility and things of this nature and the, the added benefit of lower back strength. Lower back is a big part of squats. It's why people wear belts uh, during squats because you, you do get to the point to where your lower back is not strong enough to keep up with your squatting capabilities. And so that's why it's important to train, uh, like in the case of lower back, you want to train that additionally and supplementally to keep up good, strong, solid squat. Because when it comes to being able to lift something of that weight or that quantity in real life, chances are you're not going to have a belt to actually have to squat something like that up. Um, and so it's important to supplement, to add on, to the weaknesses of that system, but a lot of times it's going to essentially fill up most of what you do need when it comes to that muscle group. Yeah, and if you think that your squat specifically um, is really strong and you're super stable, do an overhead squat. <laughs> um, the way that I like to think about it is over squat tell, an overhead squat will tell you if you're cheating on your taxes because if your ankles aren't super mobile, if your knees aren't tracking out, if you're not if you're kind of like moving really forward in compensation of the weight um, or if you're not going down at an even rate of like pushing your knees forward and bringing your butt down, you're either going to drop the weight or you're going to fall on your butt. One of the two things are going to happen. You're not going to be able to complete the rep. Um, I struggled for the longest time with doing overhead squat with a 45 pound barbell. Even when my regular squat was getting close to 200 pounds. That shows just how much like you have to make sure that your mobility and everything else is working correctly in order to do an overhead squat. Mm -hmm. um, and so there's a lot of things like that that barbells can really help with. Um, another thing that I attribute to barbell work is it actually really helps with your grip strength. Oh, definitely. Um, if you have any interest in doing anything gymnastics-wise, especially on a bar, work on barbell cycling. Yep. Work on, um, it, and when I say barbell cycling, essentially you're doing a high rep count of either the same movement or multiple movements without letting go of the bar. Um, it's like what I did with my Metcon, that eight deadlift and six hang power cleans, you know, um, half, almost half of the reps that I was doing, the bar never touched the ground. Um, and that was all at like 135 pounds. And usually when we barbell cycle, 135 to 155 is the heaviest that you want to get just because you are talking about, especially if you're doing a hang clean, you're talking about 
a lot on your back in terms of just being able to safely allow that bar to kind of fall down from a front rack position. But it does a lot in helping you not only work on your grip strength, but also helps you learn how to be efficient in your movements. Because if you are doing something at high reps, and especially for speed, um, your body is naturally going to make sure that whatever it's doing is really efficient. You learn to, as soon as you go down from, let's say, power clean, right? As soon as you let that bar start to slip off your shoulders, your body's automatically going into this dip position so that once that bar slides down to right around your knees, you can immediately drive out and bring that back up to your shoulders. It's amazing just how quickly people can get it to where they're basically just bouncing it up and down. And it looks almost like a reverse curl, but it's not because <laughs> they are <laughs> dipping. Um, and so these barbell cycles help you develop this affinity and proficiency with the movement so that you can understand exactly where almost that power position is, especially if you're doing something from a hang. If you're doing snatches from a hang, if you're doing cleans from a hang, you're teaching yourself this is where the most powerful position is for me to be able to get this bar from point A to point B. Um, because realistically, your your hang version of a power clean or a snatch should be, like at a one rep, should be probably 90-80% theoretically because the only power that you're losing is that slow buildup to wherever your launch position is which isn't that much because you're really starting off that deadlift kind of slow and you're progressively getting faster um but most of your power comes from that power position that launch position that you just need to find Mm -hmm. Uh, it's never the same with everyone for me it's kind of right above my knees when my shoulders are relaxed and then i just tighten up my shoulders and then i'm like there's my power position but there's a lot of drills that you can do and you can look up in order to find that position. Yeah. Another thing with barbells that I really like is that it teaches you form. It makes you focus on what you are actually doing because otherwise you will hurt yourself. You will feel something that's off. It, it teaches you over time to be very, very attentive on what you are doing, especially in the case of let's take something like a Romanian deadlifts, for example, where, you know, you are, you are in a tight position. You have to keep your back straight and you have to rotate at your hips and, you know, push your butt outwards and lean your, uh, push your knees forward to, and it's a hamstring exercise that also is very tight on your lower back. And it's very hard on your grip strength as well. Um, if you are doing, and that's an exercise that a lot of people are very, very wary about. Because when you get up to higher reps, if you have bad form, it will show when you send a disc out of your spine. <laughs> and it's one of those exercises that scares people. Uh, another exercise that's like that where you really have to focus on form is good mornings, where you've got the barbell up on your back and you are rotating at the hips again and keeping a strong, solid posi- uh, hold in your torso and then rotating back upwards to essentially work on your inner thighs, your glutes, and it, hit, it hits some other muscles as well as your lower back. Um, and it's a great exercise, but these things you have to be very aware of. And the, the barbell being the way it is, 
you could have an exercise like that that's a machine where you don't have to be as attentive in form. You're even if you're pushing yourself weight wise, like like leg press, your leg press form in foot position is not as important as your foot position on a squat. Mm-hmm. Um, now I know there's a lot of people that argue that because it's like, well, my foot rotate you know a different way. It's like the difference in width between like your feet can be like there's a little bit more that you can just Thanks. like vary uh, with leg press and it not change anything. Mm-hmm. And then in squat, like you move your feet out two more inches and your ability to stabilize yourself because there's a different stabilizer muscle holding that position could completely change or the cant of your feet can change, you know, <clears throat> how deep you're able to go based on maybe your ankle mobility or something like that. So it's just becoming very aware of these variables that the barbell is forcing you to do. And that is really good for your progression in fitness. And also if we're talking about getting the most time for our money, essentially um, working muscle groups with a barbell is going to allow you to develop multiple muscles at the same time. And then you just hit whatever you think that you're missing with the machine. And what that's going to do is it's going to allow you to reduce the number of reps total that you have to do in a given session in order to develop the same muscle group. Um, And then this will allow you to get out of the gym quicker, which I think a lot of people wouldn't mind either getting out of the gym quicker or let's say you changed your overall strength session of your workout from an hour to 45 minutes. You know, you just save 15 minutes. Well, then we can throw seven minutes in there for a warm-up and eight minutes in there for a cool-down, and all of a sudden we're out of the gym at one hour in as opposed to out of the gym in one hour and 15 in. Mm-hmm. Um, and all you did there was you changed your programming so that it's more efficient, but not necessarily so that you're losing something. Yeah, and that that's really important because – Again, you know, you have another option in your toolbox of what you can do to get yourself to your goals. And the barbell, I I think, is the epitome of, like, gym equipment. You can do so many things with barbell. A barbell alone, you can hit every muscle group in your body with a barbell. Mm -hmm. And a lot of these muscles are getting additional bonuses from it because the way the barbell is designed, the way you're going to use it is going to require that muscle to be a stabilizer in a lot more exercises, especially given muscles like your lower back, your uh, abs, your any part of your arm, you know, especially your forearm, your forearm is going to get a lot of bonus use, uh, your wrists and any muscles in your hand because you do have to hold the bar, um, and all of these things are beneficial because what it's going to do is train your mung, your muscles functionally because you are holding the weight, right? You always have to be holding the weight in the barbell format, whereas in the case of like, again, leg press or, a, you know, like a hack squat machine, you are pressing against a different part of your body than the part of your body that you're going to be using in like a real life scenario to manipulate or move something, um, which is really important because it's, it's, we can't always train for exactly what we are going to do, 
But if we are training close to it, we are closer to our objective already, mm-hmm. which is beneficial. And especially given that it's easier to do compounds with a barbell than it is with a machine. I mean, that's, that's just the benefit right there as well. Yeah. And even though we can't train exactly for every situation in life, um, a lot of these barbell movements are archetypal movements, which means that they're just the movements that you naturally want to go through in order to get things done. Um, there's very few things that you do with a barbell that you don't naturally do either the same thing or a very basic derivative of. Right. Standing up is coming out of a squat, mm-hmm. you know, um, and sitting down is going into a squat. Whoa. Yeah. Um, doing a bench press is essentially doing a push-up, um, slightly different, a right. little bit less core engagement. Some would argue. A little less core engagement, a um, little more bicep engagement. Yeah. It's just where you're stabilizing. But it's getting you off the floor. Right. You know, um, doing a push press is just pushing something overhead. You know, mm-hmm. if you're short and you got to get some onto that top shelf, or if you're short and you got to get some off that top shelf, you know, that, that's a push press. If you need to pick up something heavy, that's a power, or that's a deadlift. If you need to bring it up to your shoulders, that's a power clean. If you need to bring it overhead, that's a snatch. Yeah. You know, all of these things are barbell movements mm-hmm. and they're very archetypal. You're going to use them in your day to day and it's just preparing you for that. And something that I think a lot of people don't think about is just because it's not a barbell doesn't mean that your form all of a sudden changes. Right. I loved seeing this at the CrossFit Worlds this year. They did a sandbag from ground to shoulder, mm-hmm. which was amazing because the st- strongest guy there did 350 pounds um, from the ground, and he picked up that sandbag and he put it on shoulder. That was amazing. That's <laughs> a lot of weight. Because essentially what it was was it was this weird deadlift beginning that came up to about his um, chest and which he bear-hugged it, and it just kind of almost uh, dipped and drove, almost like a power clean to bring it up to his shoulder, and then he had to stabilize there. Right. He never got to train to get that sandbag to his shoulder. That was not announced before the event. I doubt he ever thought, I'm just going to have to pick up this heavy, awkward object and bring it there. But he could still do 350 pounds, and that's all because he trained for the archetypal version of the movement. His whole life. Yeah. And so to me, that's a great illustration of what we're talking about here and where just because you're doing something with a weird object doesn't mean that it's any different from where you are doing it with a barbell. Right. An example, another example with that same motion is in strongman competitions, they do the Atlas stone. Have you, have you seen it? Where no. They pick up the big-ass stone, okay. deadlift it up into a squatted position. Uh-huh. And then they essentially, like, because the thing is, is the size of them and how awkward it is, you have to essentially roll it up your knees in a deadlift-style motion and then squat down with it. And it's a lot more, there's a lot more up and down than you okay. would have with a deadlift, where a deadlift, you're kind of just straight pulling through it. Mm-hmm. They have to pull up and then almost squat to get it in the right position to drive it upward. And I've seen some where they put it up on their shoulder. I've seen some where they stop at chest level and drop it onto something like a box or something. Okay. But like, again, it's the same type of movement. It's like 
and, and it, granted, Atlas Stone is a little bit more, you know, mainline, mainstream. I've seen gyms that have it. Yeah. But, you know, these guys are moving. Like, they're 400, 500-pound boulders. Yeah. Sphere, spheres of concrete. Like, it's, it's crazy. And it's because they trained all those uh, basic movements with barbells and things of that nature that they were able to compete, you know, as strong men to do something that, you know, maybe they weren't necessarily training for. And an example with strongman, again, is like the – you ever seen them do the log? Yes. Yes. We've done that with CrossFit. Yeah. And, yeah, that's a, a perfect, perfect example of that as well. Like, uh, it's not un, uncommon for humans to have had to uh, pick up <laughs> logs. So, yeah. <laughs> so, um, another great example of, like, that – these base movements with barbells being turned into more complex or obtuse movements awkward. with awkward objects and, you know, things that you're not necessarily going to be doing all the time or things that you're going to be doing in your everyday life. Like you're always going to have to carry something over your shoulders. You're always going to have to carry something at, you know, hip level. Like uh, you're going to need to be able to, to get down into a low position to squat something upward in the case of like everybody's moved furniture. You've, everyone's moved a couch or a dresser or something. You know you have to be able to balance in a strong position. And the thing about this that gives it the advantage over um, machines is that you're always working those forearms. You're always working the grip strength and you need to be able to hold on to things. And especially when you get into things that are you know, a little bit more awkward, your grip strength and your ability to handle the weight is a lot more important because that weight can be unstable. You know, given the, if that weight had water in it and it's sloshing around, the weight is shifting all the time as you move a lot more than you move as well. Mm-hmm. So is that a, all right. Well, I think that hits everything we really want to cover uh, besides specific exercises. Like, I mean, there's so many with barbells. I feel like we could probably sit here for another 30 minutes and talk about <laughs> what you can do with a barbell. Yeah. Exactly. But uh, again, it being such a common and standard form of workout, it's very easy to find full body workouts with barbells, uh, full muscle group workouts with uh, barbells. And even you can get down to the ISO level where you're isolating single mu- muscles with barbells. Um which makes it such a versatile piece of uh, gym equipment. It's very good for getting you closer to that fitness that you really are looking for. And with that being said, I'll see you guys next time. See you.